Welcome to the Shelter Footy Cast. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, taking you through all the big stuff in the AFL of the week gone by and coming up ahead. Skeeter, we've got a Patreon now, mate. Are you excited? I've never heard the term Patreon, but I'm on board with you, Scoey. If you take me to the promised land, I'm there. VIP content, discounts, and much more. Backchatstudios.com.au to sign up as a VIP. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Yeah, 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 yeah. Shelter footy cast. The Southern Riverband, uh, Cal from Thornley, smashing out his guitar there. Will Schofield, Mark Reddings, live from Backchat Studios here for the round 18 review. Is that on, right, on, on the money, Scoey. Uh, I know it's been a long few days because we caught up on Thursday at the Ashby and had a, a nice gathering. For the Backchat Ale release right here, Skeeter. Bang, on the money. Did uh, you like it? Liked it. Loved it. I had two because of the uh, parameters. When you get behind the wheel, you've got to be very careful, <laughs> thank, Scoey, in thank, 2023. Thank you, Skater. I mean, how much you consume. Law-abiding citizen. You well, are. one would hope most of us are, given the ramifications. But no, I just had the two. At, uh, you like, you I loved did it. Like, I couldn't tell you. The, I, I'm not a beer expert in terms of the taste and the texture. I liked it as you so filmed me. In fact, your whole team filmed essentially every move we made at the Ashby, which completely had me a little bit um, bit anxious as to what I was going to say or do. But no, they, you guys film your life. You like the Kardashian. Of Perth, just the, the filming every friggin' move you make, every breath you take. What we'll role you. would you play in the Kardashians? Like, who would that make you? I actually don't watch it. I don't watch it either. So my girls could tell me, but it'd be the the, the loser, numpty older bloke. I reckon. What's the, what's the other show that they follow around? Um, and Ozzy Osbourne's on it. <laughs> 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 Come on, Skeeter. Tell you what. No, no, we're going well here in WA. The footy's flying. We've won eight games. <laughs> Out of 34 between the two clubs, uh, Fremantle have got seven of those. So you reckon it's hard to talk about footy at the moment in the West? You're spot on. Uh, we were both at the game yesterday. It felt like the atmosphere was like, absolutely fair enough. There, there was there was none to start the game. I thought, so I was down the boundary, mm. I, it, it felt like the game hadn't started. Like the game was going for 10 minutes and it was sort of, I was looking around, I was looking at my prod team going, does it feel weird? It was, it's it's Eagles, fair enough. The Eagles supporters are there watching waiting for something to go wrong, which inevitably it did early on with injuries, etc. But yeah, it's, it's one of those ones where, you, yeah, it's just strange. And I wasn't at the St Kilda game, but there was good vibe there apparently. Yep. Um, but yeah, when you one win and you, you're expecting to lose, you, you tend to go there more as a, a spectator than a, a participant in terms of the noise factor. A few things to get through today. Skeeter, Thirsty Camel, Clanger of the Week. Don't run out of your favourites. Grab your shelters at Thirsty Camel. Uh, froth Town. We're going to go through what we frothed on this weekend. August 18 and 19, Claremont Showgrounds. Froth.town uh, over there. Uh, and that's going to be a few things we get into. Skeeter, let's get into some of the big moments of the round. There was a couple that I really like. Port Adelaide streaks over. Carlton get it done. Yeah. I don't think we picked them, do we? No, well, having said, yeah, look, we did, we ticked uh, Port Adelaide. Yeah. Actually, in my, you know, in the West, I mm. changed mine on Saturday, only on the basis of the nu- yeah, on the basis of the number of outs for Port. Right. So I think you've got to put that into context. No real dramas, a little hiccup for, for Port, but Carlton, you take them when you get them, and that was um, that was a great result for them. And they're, they're back in the mix to play finals, which a month ago we thought was improbable. I think it's close to five on the trot at the moment for them. So, look, a few of their wins against sides that... Uh, may not be in contention, West Coast, Hawthorne, Gold Coast, but Carlton certainly have the mix, as we thought at the start of the season, to play finals and be dangerous in finals. They're a high contested side in the, in the middle of the ground. They've got a good midfield. They lose Harry Mackay, though, not an ACL, no, um, which is a good thing. Bone they, bruising, they're saying. Sometimes when things like this happen, they go either way, obviously. I, I think when a big player goes out of a side that's going well, it's a lot easier to replace when you, than when you're going poorly. When you're going poorly and you lose some big players, like West Coast have, have done, you can fall in a heap. When you're going well, it's almost the guys in the VFL, there'll be someone there that wants to step up into that void. Charlie Kerner will come through and you know, potentially play a bigger part. I don't think it's the worst thing in the world to to lose that double header. Clearly, he's a good player, Aaron McKay, but 
I think they'll find a way to go differently. Jack Silvani kicked the first two goals of that game. Finished with four. Yeah, sizzling. Um, so Carlton going up and about. The Tribunal, there'll be a couple of cases. Sydney have challenged the Dane Rampy hit. Have you seen it? I have. I've seen the, the vision from behind the goals. That's the only... Mm. I presume that's the best vision. Yep. That's why I saw it. Uh, and it looked like a, a body check, but I, gee, I, I'd be... I was surprised. Was it a free kick on the night? So, uh, that's a good question. Don't know. Um, we don't know because we were drinking shelter at that very moment. That is correct. Hashtag. I don't know if it, I don't know if it was a free kick. Uh, one that was was Zach Merritt. He's been, he's been fined staging dollars for staging, which I've, I kind of find ridiculous. Anyway, he got hit, got elbowed in the spine, and he went down. Probably looking for a free kick, which he got. Dane Rampy's one. I just wanted to highlight that off the top here. The action that he. Um, that he did would happen comfortably 10 times a game per defender in the AFL. It was a player leading up the ground. Dane Rampey was two metres away from him. The player was leading 100% at the footy, like going as fast as he possibly could. As a defender, you try and close that space down. Whatever happened up the ground, whether there was pressure, whether the kicker changed his kick, the forward sort of went from going straight at the kicker and he started veering right. Dan Rampey was trying to cut the angle. As he veers right, he's running straight at Dan, Dan Rampey. And as a defender, you check their body. You put physical contact on them because this is a physical game, right? Now, did he get his head? Don't know. Can't say. He probably did. He's been reported for two weeks for intentional contact, for high contact, for medium impact. Uh... This is the final nail in the coffin, if we weren't there already, that we are now ruling on outcome and not action. Because that action happens if it's 10 times a defender, there's seven defenders, right, 140 times a game. And I would say comfortably. You're checking physically. So he's got one wrong and it's maybe touched him in the head and he's got two weeks. It's nothing about the action anymore. It's pure outcome. It doesn't matter what you do. If they hit their head, you're getting weeks. And I think this is the final nail in the in the in the coffin. Yeah. Well, see, I, I, again, I, I think it's almost the other way. I think it's more with the tackling now. It's more the action as much as the outcome. But it's not because though. Caleb's are wrong. The action. Chera well, hit his head. That's the outcome. Chera, well, his head hit the, his head went onto yeah, the grass. That's the, yeah. That's but, the outcome. That does, that's, that's not the action. That, the action is him taking. No, to it's the not ground. because if, well, if the, his if head it, stays off the ground by this march, he outcome, doesn't get weak. But the outcome, guess what? No free kick. Yes, I know. No injury. No, that's not the outcome. The outcome that's is the, the head outcome. hitting the ground. The outcome is the head. Not, not, you, can't, you can't rule on concussion out in the ground or after the game. We'll see that in about 10 years, concussions coming through. The outcome is his head hitting the ground. So if it stays off the ground by a millimetre, he won't get reported. It doesn't make any sense. We're sort of agreeing we're sort of not. Yeah, I'd say I'm more peeved about I mean, someone like Rochelle, who gets two Good. weeks for the attempted or the strike on Buckley yes uh, he gets two weeks and I'm looking at Caleb Strong getting one week and I, I know they're totally different incidents I just I just can't I can't line them up one bloke's trying to trying to punch another bloke yep which but he, did, he did punch him yeah exactly but if he missed him I don't think he gets two weeks it's to me that is, I understand what you're saying. The one week for Sarong, and there's other cases. We like should this. be ruling on the action. I agree with you. If you try to punch someone, you should be getting four weeks. Yeah, but they're not. And if you're tackling someone and their head happens to hit the ground, or if you body check, I'm telling you, this action that Dane Rampey did, mate, it, it happens 150 times a game. It is an absolute disgrace. When you say, when you say you, we, 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 should we be ruling, for instance, on the Sarong case, we should be on the, get, on the outcome because the outcome. Um, no, but I'm thinking the outcome is. No. We're thinking different, different here. I'm thinking the outcome is, was he injured? Right. Did his head hit the ground with excessive force? That, that's to me outcome. You're talking more about. The action being the yes. determinant. We reason. should be getting things out of the game that are, that that cause the outcome, not the other way around. We shouldn't be going. Oh, did he hit his head? Did he not hit his head? Oh, play on if he didn't hit his head. If you just take a swing at someone, you should be getting four weeks. Yeah, well, that's that's my that's my point with regards to the two and one. If you wrong body and check someone as a defender, you shouldn't be getting two weeks for that. That's that's not an action that that creates the danger that we're talking about here. Punching someone in the head. Is oh absolutely I don't well it's I think it's a disgrace and I hope he gets zero weeks I hope he gets completely off it uh, well it's a, it's big for them in the sense they're coming to take on the Dockers this week they've they've well are they in five, they're six points no outside the no top we've eight. we've established this game they can't make it there there are some sides in fairness to ruling against exactly what we've been saying there are some sides outside of the eight that can make it 
GWS, is for one. instance. Carlton. Is one. Richmond? Possibly. Adelaide? Adelaide's taken a step back, haven't they, now with two losses on the trot. So, Gold Coast, no, for mine. No, definitely not. They, Sydney, they no. Won, but Sydney, no. Sydney, no. Sydney, no. Frio, no. Frio, definitely no. No, correct. And Sydney, definitely no. No, you're probably right. Uh, realistically, one side will get into the nah, eight from no, there. I reckon two of them will. I reckon two of GWS, Carlton, Richmond, Adelaide. And that means two of well, St Kilda, Kilda, Bulldogs, Essendon. Well, that, that makes Friday's game, Bulldogs, Essendon, massive. I got seven out of nine, apparently, because I tipped GWS as my roughie. That was a great roughie get, by yes. the way. That was really good. I think, like usual, I was forced at gunpoint to pick them. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I did quite well. Skeet, yeah. apparently you got five out of nine. I got seven out of nine where it counts in the West Australian. It counts so. here, Skeeter. No one gives a shit about the West. No one reads it. No one listens to them. It's just here on the Shelter Footy Cast. Let's get into some big moments. Will Schofield. Mark Redding, Shelter Footy Cast. The West Australian game, Skeeter, let's get through them. Uh, perhaps we start on the Frio side of things. Collingwood defeat Fremantle by 46 points. Look, Fremantle matched them in most aspects here. There was a couple of patches where they fell away and they, they couldn't go with them. And they're the best side in the comp, so I don't think we should be too surprised. You? No. Uh, well, I didn't see all this game because I was uh, on transit to the Waffle W, but I did see that a second quarter where you give up 10 goals. Yes. That's that's wrapped up in a bow is why you you get getting beaten by forty plus points, isn't it? So ten goals yes. to was it ten goals to two in that quarter? In that quarter, um, yeah, they can turn it on big time, Collingwood. I think the effort was there for Fremantle. I do, and they lost some soldiers, and you know, the Walker's gone for the year. Darcy with the the injury as well. So uh, I don't think it was their worst performance by the, for the year. To be honest, I was I was more upset with what they dished up against Carlton. To be honest with you. Right, okay. So at the MCG against Collingwood, uh, Neil Erasmus, it was probably his best game for yep. the footy club. First time over 20 touches. I think he had 26. Just Tracy showed a bit with three Six goals. Three goals, but uh, Jai Amos uh, unsighted a little bit. It yeah. would have taken the best defender. Absolutely. Which, which is, and, and you think of the best defenders at Collingwood. You think Murphy and Moore with what they do. And early in the game, Moore uh, and Murphy, Moore, yes. just it was just essentially uh, intercept mark set up beautifully yes. for them. Uh, they lose Brandon Walker, torn pectoral muscle. So that's a that's a six month minimum injury, huge injury. Okay, I thought. So you're saying pectoral? Was it the yep. pec? Was it? Yep. Okay. What I do you thought, think it was? I, I thought I heard patella tendon, but maybe I'm wrong. I, I stand corrected. I, I, I do. Patella tendon. Okay, yeah, so perfect. slightly different part of the. Body. Absolutely. <laughs> Fuck my life. <laughs> So is Patella tendon. Yeah, I think it's knee. The Patella's in your knee. I'm correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah, no, yeah. And pecs yeah, no but no, when you say pec, because pecs an unusual injury yeah. for footy, isn't it? I mean, no, rugby no league. No. That's why I've thought. Just been a double check. Uh, yeah, so but he's no. done his Patella tendon. Yeah, so that's that's season over for him. And but mind you, the pec would be season over as well for what it's worth. Yeah, correct. That's why I thought. Yeah, right. So yeah. he went down, and you know he had the had the, the grimace and then I think the, the oxygen or the morphine or whatever they give them when they come what do they, what do they suck on when they go the off green, the green the green whistle what's that um, it's like morphine yeah. yeah I've never had one you obviously not <laughs> mind you my threshold for pain isn't high so if I ever did what did you do with a knee dad and he did snap my ACL when I was 15 that's a pretty good effort. Yeah, that's not a great. A very ordinary career cut tragically short. Yeah, that is correct. Uh, <laughs> the tragedies involved, I'll tell you what. Anyway, it's a patella tendon, folks, if you're listening in. Yeah, correct. Uh, so there you go. I don't know. Collingwood uh, move on their way. They they continue on uh, their grand scheme. Where does it leave Fremantle as people? No, it leaves during the week. Well, during the week, they're talking about doing, you know, pretty much every media thing I saw from a Fremantle player during the week was talking about the review session they did and giving feedback and receiving feedback. I My read out of that is potentially that sort of stuff needs to t- stay a little bit further in-house. I saw it from about five or six of them. Andy Brayshaw rolled it out a few times. Uh, saw it from Alex Pierce a couple of times. That's a that's a common thing that happens at footy clubs when you're not going well. Mm. Sit down, big circle, tell each other what's not going well, get your feedback, give your feedback, all well, those sorts of things. you do that quite regularly? Was it, it's not as regular Correct. as Correct. So to be out in the media telling everyone you're doing it, they're trying to, you know, trying to show that they're trying to change things around. This is clearly an inexperienced side that overachieved last year in 2022. And 2023, they're underachieving. They've had a couple of injury worries, not that many. I think they're lacking a bit of leadership as well on, on field. They're young. Yeah, yeah. They're young. I mean, David Money not there. Fife, 
you know, barely plays, let's be honest. Yep. He, he doesn't get out. And to, I'm still surprised you got a two-year deal. Now, people, you know, have said to me, oh, we, great for the club. I think we had this discussion before. I think you were yes. pro. I, I, I'm a bit on the case of, you know, when you get past 30, one-year contract is probably more often than not. But anyway, we're getting away from the subject. It would be quite difficult to argue against you. At the moment, because be he's injured. But yeah, anyway. So, look, Elliot, four goals. The Dacos brothers, 67 disposals between them. What, can someone tag <laughs> Nick Dacos? Can <laughs> someone tag Nick Dacos? No, ha- you can't. Ha- he's too look, good. I've, I've seen again. I've seen this highlight. Of, you know, such and such says tag Nick Dacos. I've been fucking saying it since round two. Tag him. Tag him. But you don't like. You don't actually like him as a player. Why is that? Why? <laughs> yeah, you know, I don't. Know. <laughs> you don't like as a player. Has Buddy, has Buddy Franklin retired yet? Have you he, retired he, him? His, yet? his last trip to per- his last time in Perth is this. this you Saturday. meet him at the, You meet him at the airport. Oh, no, <laughs> no, I, 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 one of the greats of the game. But you can still predict someone's uh, departure. Which I, I do like him as a player. Don't say that. I do. I like his work rate. I don't like him as. I'll, say, I'll give you this. I don't like him as a backman. He's not a backman. Don't tell me he's a half-back flanker. Mate, he could be one of the great mids of the, the next 10 years. Uh, I heard a discussion yesterday that, uh, and it's probably probably correct, this is the best second year we've ever seen from anyone. How but, was, J- was Juddies? Nah, Juddies was good, but yeah, not Yeah, but no. good, not great. Um, you know, as in like, not this, this, is, this, is, this is, we are witnessing true, true greatness in 10, 15 years when you and I are still doing the shelter for the car. <laughs> Trying to look out what's a patella and what's a pectoral muscle. <laughs> we we will be sitting back saying, remember how much you hated him as the yeah. second year player. And now he's run three brown lows, one two premiership. I do not hate him. I rate him. He's their best player. Tag the bloke. He is taggable. He's not untaggable. He is taggable. Get one of your players. Tell him Monday you're tagging Nick Dacos. Watch vision of what he does well. He will have weaknesses. He is not fucking Superman. Tag him, Skeeter. Tag him in the finals. They, they, you'd have to think one of the one of the finalists that they're playing against would do more than just tag him. They would put some severe, and it might cost them a, a couple of free kicks. Severe physical work into it. Was it GWS that did it? I'm sure GWS tried. did it, but they had to drop it because the game went away from them. Yep. If and, and GWS may be in a position to do it now. It, one of these good sides will tag Nick Dacos and he will have 15 touches and Collingwood won't win. And rough him up in the same process. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Go hard at him. It's all good. It's a physical game. Get into him. He's a second-year player. Mate, in my second year, certainly not Nick Dacos, tell that right now, but if, if, if a team came at me physically, I'd be shitting myself. Yeah. He'd be shitting himself. And that's all good. He's a second, he's a 19, 20-year-old. Get into him physically. Hard to believe just quickly that he already is on path to, path to go way beyond what his dad did. And his dad yeah. was... Well, a, well, you'd remember, yeah. Well, just, a, a, just an amazing forward, kicked the most incredible goals. And he's, you know, he's on the trajectory to get past him pretty quickly. Richmond defeat uh, West Coast by 38 points yesterday. Sieto, both of us worked this one. Should know what's going on, hopefully. Uh, <laughs> it, it was a bit of an up and down game. There was momentum swings. There really was. Richmond couldn't take advantage of a really dominant first quarter and West Coast was still in the game. Second quarter, it kind of mirrored, mirrored that. West Coast uh, flipped it around and had a bit of a, you know, bit of a run at them. The last... Three minutes of the second quarter, Richmond kicked two goals, and the first five minutes they Went kicked bang, three or bang. four goals. Yeah, that, that's where the game was split open. Absolutely. And outside of that, it was it was pretty competitive. The, the Tigers probably inaccuracy early meant there was a, a a gap which West Coast could feel as if they're still in the game. I didn't ever think they were going to win the game, to be honest with you, West Coast. But look, they they, they showed to me that with those. Um, returning players and yes. a little bit of continuity. I mean, you lose Jimby early, which I've been told is a grade two hamstring, which is, you know, upwards of three to five. Um, hey, calm down. Three no. to five, grade well, two. Well, three weeks. So what, a grade well, two hamstring. Shelter medical. <laughs> no, <laughs> we're going well today. No, I've been told it's grade two hamstring. So how many weeks is that? Well, grade two isn't like, so grade three is a three to four weeker. Okay. So grade three is like significant and a four week hamstring is significant. So, so how many weeks? I'm, I'm thinking three weeks. I saw week. him come out. Um, yeah, it's a three-week. It'll be, mm. be I saw him come out, walk out, jog, bend down, pick up something off the ground. You can't do that with a significant hammy. So I think it's a pretty stock standard. Three to five weeks. Five week is not 
a significant. That's not three weeks is a normal hamstring. Five weeks is significant. Okay, I said three to five weeks. So <laughs> it's grade two. That's what I've been told. That's my mail. Um, Did you get this from Ruben? No, I didn't get it okay. from Ruben. Um, what else do we know? Campbell Chester copped an absolute. Uh, was it Soldo? Really? No, lucky. Bolter. I think Bolter. Really lucky to not get really oh. badly hurt there. Spoke to Bo Waters here at Back Chat during the week, and we spoke about his courage. Remember, Bo Waters used to go back. Lunatic. He used to go back with the fly, and yeah. I asked, like, what, what, what on earth were you thinking? And and he gave a really interesting answer. He said he felt more protected backing into packs than he did going front on. Backing into packs, he said the worst thing that could happen is you get a knee in in, in your in the, head, in the back of the spine. head. Yeah, correct. But he felt like going forwards, like Chester ended up yesterday. Your face, your ribs. Um, I think of James Hurd. Yeah. So so oh. Bowie Bowie's reckons he had a theory. I don't I reckon he I'm oh, I think he's off tap. It. I think he's yeah, correct. But he said he never once went back front on into a pack. He always went backwards because he felt like he was more protected. So look, hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna take his word because I never backed into a pack. I never went forward into a pack. <laughs> I, never did any of those I just packed it in. Um, yeah correct. So um, your boy uh, Shay Bolton, two goals four oh, could have been a very big day. I had him down as my uh we had bold predictions. I had yes. him down for, for thirty and three and he sh- oh he butchered some. He said shot kicking is probably his weakest part of his game, isn't it? In terms yeah. of in front of goals, and he seemed to try to kick the ball too hard. But anyway, look, he he does light it up. and took mark of the round clearly. Yes, I really yeah, that was big. I loved uh, Daniel Rioli's game of a half back flank. Um, the again, run and carry, the link up work. Yeah, he does. No, I don't I don't love these running running around doing what you want backman, but I did like his game. Um, he seemed to a point accountable, but he had thirty one touches running off the back line. Huge battle between Noah Boulder and Oscar. Allen on the day. I reckon Noah Boulder ended up taking mm. the chockies just took had six intercept marks. Oscar Allen kicks three. So as bear in mind those three goals came after he went off the ground with what I thought was a, a game ending shoulder injury. Spoke to Oscar about that. So he did it last week. He actually did the injury last week. Reoccurrence um it's a loose shoulder basically, subluxe so they come in and out. You can play with them the hope is that it doesn't come all the way out and then you're going to have a full re- shoulder reco. So they're, they're going to have to be cautious with him because you don't want to, in round 23, have Oscar Allen do his shoulder full-time and then be out for another 12 months. So if there's any doubt whatsoever... The next... Sorry, it's not a 12-month injury. No, so. but any doubt with Oscar Allen on that front, seriously, between now and the end of the season, wouldn't you put him out to pasture? That, I, I think they'll have to strongly consider it. I think, that, you know... Um, yeah, uh, likely with... I mean, it was absolute mayhem in the first quarter. Jeremy McGovern copped a, uh, a foot in the mouth. So he went off for HIA, spoke to him after the game. Um, he seemed okay. Uh, Tom Barras... That could have been really nasty. Absolutely. So he came back on, on the field. Um, they had they had some issues to start, but some of these actually opened the door for Andrew Gaff. So Andrew Gaff gets dropped to sub under a lot of pressure both externally and probably and I know internally on, on his form he would be highly critical of his own form of late spends about five minutes on the bench and then comes on and plays a game it's really difficult to do that starting so well, mentally you're thinking yeah. okay half time three quarter time whatever it is and then within what five to ten minutes you're out there and having to go about it now we, we've asked you about this before um Kicking efficiency, which we've, we've discussed, and you should have broken it down for me, and even Trent Cooper's uh, told me about uh, an efficient kick is something that travels 40 metres. You might have said this as well. but it, So what we see is kicking efficiency and the, the metrics used. 180 metres gained by Gaffey yes. in, in terms of uh, what he did yesterday. Now, is that something that there's been a bit of criticism as not enough penetration is kicked, not enough distance gained. Is is metres gained an area that you guys look at as footballers? No. Okay. Um, it's not. Especially, well, I mean, it's a case-by-case basis as well. Like, you've you got to compare it to what you usually do. Now, if he if he's come off 700 a week um, for five weeks running, then yep. he gets 180, then it's significant. But, you know, as a backman, you, you're probably not gaining a lot of meterage either. So... Um, and as it, you know, inside mid, he played inside mid a lot yesterday. So look, it's it's got to be positional, individual, and it's not really something that you look at. Either. And you know what? For him, I would have thought. I know it's not just numbers, but twenty four touches coming off six last week, getting his hands on the footy. Simo's already said that he's playing next week. He's already come out and selected him. So. <laughs> oh, seriously, he's come out and selected and yeah. he's playing next week apparently. So, uh, Morris Rioli, I don't know if you saw this. Well, I did. I've seen the, uh, you know, refuse to take the, the phone call. <laughs> so, I'm, I'm on Fox calling it and, you know, the sub's been made. So, they they flick to the vision and I'm sort of watching the TV as I'm calling. So, our boys, Morris Rioli, has been subbed off and I could see um, uh, Ivan Marich handing him the phone. And so, I, so I said, oh, he's 
He's not very keen to have a chat to the coach by this, and the vision cuts. Did you see him not speak to the coach? Yes, I did. Uh, Ivan Soldo or Ivan Merrick? Uh, Merrick. He's the uh, assistant coach that sits oh, on the bench. Okay. Thank you very much, Skeeter. Why, would I, why, why on earth would Ivan Soldo be handing um, well, Morris Rowley the phone? He, he might have been what, on what the would he be doing there? I don't know if he might have been on the bench, just uh, cooling his heels, <laughs> but just double-checking. No, I... Yes, so show it up your ass, Kate. I'm exactly right. Ivan Marich, former Ruckman of Richmond, yeah. is now a coach at Richmond. No, no, fair enough. I didn't know that he was a coach. Maybe so watch the vision next time. Uh, it'd be nice for you call, to pay attention. Call the radio. That's okay. Not just TV <laughs> glamour boy like you. Just battling away. And what did you do after radio, Skeeter? Yeah, the TV show for half an hour. <laughs> oh, we both picked Richmond. This is good shit. Will Schofield, Mark Redding, Shelter Footy Cast. Western Bulldogs defeats it. Was, the round started beautifully Thursday and Friday night. Oh. Thursday night, Western. What? <laughs> we did the Bulldogs. And seriously. Bulldogs defeated by Sydney by two points. Yeah. Uh, good game of footy. Dogs had their chances, didn't they? Yeah. Um, uh, we were watching pa- this back chat ale release. Yeah. I think we were cheering. We were- well, barracking, I, was, I had an interest in the game. Uh, Papley kicks four goals. Buddy was good late. I have to say that. Kicked two and, and really got them sort of... Maybe he's got another year in him. No, he's got another year in him. No, he's done. You think, seriously, he's not, He's finishing yeah. up. Bods um, and Pally, he, he's not... Because uh, our boy Nick Day... You just cleared him, you declared him across the line, by the way, on Thursday night. Did what? For the Brownlow. Bods and Pally. I think I might have had a little lick of the ice cream <laughs> as well, to be honest. I mean, he's paying 10 bucks for the Brownlow. You might have had more lick of the ice cream, but he... he at 31 touches and two goals. Yeah, no, he's been very and he, good. And he, and he almost individually willed his team to, a, to victory. Nick Dacos, look, I, I can't say I love him, but he, he, he runs around and plays his role. He's aggressive. He, he, he gets the footy. But what, but what Bontempelli does inside the contest, I think, is superior to Nick Dacos in terms of importance to a football side. Yeah, I don't disagree. Um, Tim English had 60 hit-outs. He was outstanding. First half, he was the number one ranked player on the ground, and, and he was just outstanding. Liver, of course, and Bont doing their best through the middle. Um, Errol Goulden's having yeah. some sort of year, isn't he? Yeah, so so Tom uh, Tom Hickey, who was dropped for this game, we spoke to him over in Sydney. He, he said he's a future Brownlow medalist within the next three years. Wow. So they, they rate him highly. He's having a huge year. I mean, I saw him in person in that West Coast game and, you know, everyone did what they want, basically. Mm. But smooth, smooth move, that great field kick, like, like one of the better field kicks, I reckon, in the AFL, what he does with the footy. He really broke this game open with some of the kicks he was pulling inside. Uh, Tom Liberatore, my favourite player. Um, yours is Shea Bolton, mine's Tom Liberatore. He had 31 touches and a goal. Um the Bulldogs are slipping, Skeeter. The Bulldogs are weird. They're a very hard side to get a read on because at their best, they're, they're a very good side. But they, their, their form has just tapered. They're pretty competitive against Collingwood. They, I think they probably should have beaten the Sydney Swans, to be honest with you. But um, They're five but, from five their last ten, lost their last yeah, two. Yeah, very up and down. They find themselves in seventh position and vulnerable to play finals. That's the bottom line. Yeah, I agree. Um, we didn't see uh, too much of the game, though, because we were drinking beers. True. Melbourne defeat Brisbane by one point. Oh. I saw this one. <laughs> so my this is a little shout-out to my wife here. There's a competition, um, AFL tipping, which... Again, obviously, you and I have no idea what we're doing. There's there's one part uh, called the Eliminator on AFL.com.au where you pick one side and they have to win, and if you don't get them, you get eliminated. Yeah. She with three rounds to go, and and then you can only pick one. You can only pick that side once. So if okay. you pick Collingwood, you can't pick them for the rest of the year. Wow. So you get one. You have to pick one win a week, and you can only pick one side once. Does that make sense? So you got to pick. 18. 18. It starts starts in round four or five, and then you've got to go 18 in a row. But you can only pick. So if you pick Collingwood to beat West Coast, they're going to win. There's no point. But you can't pick them later in the year. You need to pick them in a 50 50 game. There's three rounds left. It started with 120,000 people in it. There's 4,000 left, and Alex is still in it. She's got. Does she? Does she? Do she the form? I, I, yeah, I have nothing to do with it. A few times I've said, "What are you doing that for?" And she's like, "Just leave me alone." And she does Piss it off, all. Big boy, yeah, just, just like the rest of my life. <laughs> Travis Kelsey. <laughs> no, you're no, wrong. Thank you very much, Jaden. Uh, so she's still in it. She's got. I believe she's got Hawthorne, Western Bulldogs, and Frio to pick. Like there are three teams to play with. So. It's, not looking amazingly. Oh, and and West Coast and West okay. Coast. Well, that's interesting. But she doesn't have to use one of them. That's interesting because like your wife's got, so she's quite invested in that. I come home from a weekend working at the AFL. Victoria, my wife, 
Ask me where I've been. Um, she couldn't give. She has very little interest in footy. Not much more interest in me. And uh, and life goes on. Yeah, but, uh, I, love the, I love the fact Alex is so invested. Whereas, uh, yeah, my wife, unless she's corporate box, then it's uh, all chips in. It's impressive. Yeah, oh, you go. <laughs> I, I was impressed. To be really honest, I yeah. was very impressed. Uh, Melbourne defeat Brisbane by one. Um, so the reason I told that story, she'd picked Melbourne as her eliminator. Well, one. that's. That's uh, lucky. lucky in the end. And I'll tell you what, I'll just give you a quick snapshot of my Friday night. Dropped uh, my wife off to see Lizzo. <laughs> and because Lizzo, <laughs> Lizzo. <laughs> Lizzo at RAC, I'll just sneak back into the shoe and just have a watch the footy. So I'm with Higo, Monkey Brennan. We've all backed Monkey separately. We've all backed separately. Brisbane 1 to 39. So at three quarter time, we're sitting there. I'm thinking, right up, time to get the dark water out. And we start, you know, celebrate, you know, good result. <laughs> 10 minutes to go, I said, Higo. <laughs> We're under the pump a bit here. We, oh, we're, no, we're living at 25 points with eight minutes to go. It was over. It was, the game was done, over. Done, done. One of the great chokes of all time. Anyway, five minutes to go. I said, here you go. Why did you pick Brisbane at the end? No, no, I backed them. One to 39. Uh, but yeah. I just thought they... And I, I, know I, tipped Melbourne, I tipped Melbourne on the show. I, I know, but you've put your money where your mouth is. Well, and I, you've, why did you pick Brisbane at the MCG? You do not rate them there. No, why have I, you I done know, that? Because I just... The, the money was flowing for them pre-game, <laughs> and I followed the money... <laughs> <laughs> and with five minutes to go, I said, here you go, we're in a spot of bother. I lead by two goals. And sure enough, Jakey Milks and Bob's up, kicks the goal, they win. Absolute heroic scenes. Um, not Tragic. From, not from you. <laughs> Tragic. <laughs> that, we right. all got rolled. Yeah, so there you go. I reckon, I reckon that's got to be your thirsty camel claim Clanger. of the week. Yeah. You've backed Brisbane at the MCG. Yeah. You, you say every week they can't play at the G. Yeah. <laughs> you absolute <laughs> disgrace. <laughs> Uh, and this is what I frothed on. This is my this is my froth town moment. Jake Malksham, look, he's been maligned at times. He's been he's missed a, he missed a flag. Been a punch up with Stephen May. Been a punch up with Stephen May over that, mm. uh, as we're led to believe. Um, he's been in and out of the side this year. To go back with your team needing a win, like they're they're no guarantee for for the top four. They've been inconsistent at Sages this year. To go back with that amount of pressure on you, and absolutely drill it like he nailed it. There's that there, that is the ultimate. Pressure kick there. Absolutely. He, he knows there's under he a missed, to go. missed that goal. Yep. Uh, Brisbane win, barring a, a straight turnover from the kick in. What I will say is, does that victory, though, disguise a few chinks in the, the Melbourne armour, given they were, they were essentially out of the game well, after half time? Yeah, it does. You're right. But sometimes you, you take them as you, you get them. You just got to win them, mate. Mm, like, yeah. So, I mean, on the, on the flip side, Brisbane, you got to win them, mate. Like, You've got to be devastated over that, don't you? That, that's that, that's a losing poor. to Hawthorne was bad, but this would hurt more because you are At in the control. G. There must be, and you wonder about the leadership in the last ten minutes on ground when you're twenty five points up. How you don't defend that lead? Did you see Jack Viney's goal? Just as a just, did you see him strip it out of McInerney's hands and kick the goal to get him within a goal? Mm. That was that was elite stuff. It was one point I wanted to make. So um, I was watching sort of along as this one went top. Top 10 possession getters, right? Brayshaw with 29, Gorm with 29. He had 39 hitouts, best player on the ground by a long way with no Grundy. We'll come back to yeah. that. Uh, Lockie Hunter had 26. Petrarca, 26 and four, four. goals too. Played him forward a bit. I liked it. He's doing that more recently. Jack Viney, 25. So they're, they're your leaders. That's that's their leadership group, mm. honestly. Brayshaw, Grawn, Hunter, Petrarca, Viney. That's your leadership group. Brisbane, now Joe Danaher was good. 24 touches, two goals, three. Mate, a Lockie Neal had 19 disposals. Um, I'm trying to look for leaders here. Uh, Zorko had 16 disposals. Harris Andrews, not ha- disposal Har- was. Harris Andrews, no. Um, Hipwood, say what you like about him. Cameron held to seven disposals and two goals. Their lead, the point I'm making, their leaders stood up. And Brisbane were nowhere to be seen. They had two players over 20 disposals, Brisbane. And this is a side that's an attacking side. They use the ball through the corridor. They take teams on at the Gabba. You know what they are. Like, they're a, they're a high-possession side. They had two players over 20 touches. That, that They, as a team, have capitulated at the MCG again. Even if even if they won, I don't think they've played well enough to win finals. That, 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 they, can't, they, they cannot win a grand final. They no, can't, they no can't I don't do disagree. It. And that, that choke might have... Uh... Longer lasting effects than, than just one week. Gordon no Grundy. Um, they talk I, about Grundy being traded already after being sent back to the VFL. You got to question why uh, Brody Grundy's gone to Melbourne. You're not walking into the Melbourne Demons with Max Gorn being the best ruckman over the last five years. I and, think the, I think the only thing possibly, and whether this is 
you know, imminent or not, but I think Maxi's going to be playing for five more years. Is he going to play for next year? Probably. So I'm not sure if, if they thought they might have Grundy as insurance and, and the, the succession plan, but... They're talking about Port Adelaide was uh, a big chance to get him last year. Didn't get it done. He's South Australian, of mm. course. He doesn't seem too worried about where he plays. I've got a suggestion. Which the, is? The West Coast Eagles maybe make an inquiry. He's going to get his... He's going to get his... Who's um, paying his wages? Not West Coast. Mm. Melbourne and Collingwood. You want to free all Australian ruckmen, West Coast? What do you reckon? I haven't heard that spoken about. Why aren't West, I'm assuming West Coast would be inquiring. That'd have to be. Already? South Australians are weirdos, mate. I, I know I'm good, good mates with enough of them. They, they, they just fly... You know, Jack Redden's just flying around. He's going to do whatever he wants. Shannon Ernie's been over here. Brad Ebert, he's a strange unit. That... I don't think he cares about being home. How much are you giving up for Brody Grundy? Not a, not much, mate. And you don't have to pay for him either. He's what? just mate. He's just been dropped to the VFL. Yeah, he's not much. Yeah. Well, I yeah. Can't I, even get a game. I think we're a fair way from him leaving Melbourne. Brody Grundy to West Coast. Mark my words. Yeah. Right. Lock it in. <laughs> West Coast to make finals through her top two. <laughs> Hey, this is my role. Shove it up your ass, Jaden. Uh, Gold Coast defeats St Kilda by 26 Most points. predictable scoreline of the weekend. Do we pick him? We put, yeah, we pick Gold Coast off the back of Stephen King being it, installed as They were never like losing. No. No, they, they jumped away. In fact, they were, they were probably, um, you know, they was five goals to two at half time. Um, Lacocious kicked four. Um, we know the talent. And I've just seen a couple of stories. Forget the result here because St Kilda are putrid at the moment, to be honest. They're, yeah, they're, they're falling really, away a little bit, aren't they? Um, is that quite a few of the players knew... Yes. Within the last few weeks, Stuart Jew was on the way out. Yes. Um, and all this talk that there was a lot of love for him, well, that might be might have been the case, but uh, players, as you would know, moved on pretty quickly. I think the, 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 the talk about Damien Harwick going there, the, I, I don't think it's as tragic from a playing perspective as what it's been made out about Mark Evans and Bob East yeah. and, the, and the administration. So I saw a bit of that and a bit of a flow on from that. I saw reports. Sam Flanders was one of them. And I was trying to think of the other players. Apparently had, you know, some head butting and, and, and issues with Stuart Dew. Head butting? Well, butting of heads. Oh, that's right. Yeah, as in, well, he's head butting. <laughs> <laughs> Different ideas. Butting of heads. Yes. Apologies. Just, you know, ideology is yeah. not quite many up. Yeah. Uh, around selection. Now, Sam Flanders, I think, has been in and out a little bit and whoever the other players in and out a little bit. And now that he's gone, apparently they're com- committing to the footy club for the you know, foreseeable future. I would say there would not be one player in the country that if they're not getting a game, he's happy with would, the coach. would not be butting heads for their coach. Yeah. No, no one's back in the VFL or going, in the Waffle going, Cheers, Simo. Can't, can't wait to work on my forward crowd. Like Brody Grundy. Yeah, get on your goodie. Yeah, can't wait to get back and play. He didn't even have a game on the weekend, Brody Grundy. There was no VFL, so we had to play in a practice match 12 even. Cheers, goodie, mate. Really appreciate you dropping me back, mate. I'm absolutely stoked. Want to get back and work on my craft, all this bullshit. Just, just, so just so you know, if you're not getting a game, of course you're not going to like the coach. That's not that's not a surprise to me. No. So, look, I don't know where that's going to go, whether Damien Harwick comes in or not. Stephen King will be one from one and he'll be going, putting his head up, all the thought. Yeah, he's long odds. Yeah, you'd have to I mean, if the, he's only short... been there for one year because he, yeah. was, he was at Carl's. Uh, he was at Bulldogs? Or... Yeah, Bulldogs, yep. Yeah, put, it, put it this way. Uh, unless Damien Harwick has, has this, an issue between now and when they appoint a coach, I, it seems like it's a fait accompli. But yep. that's, you know, just from what we're hearing and seeing. Oh, you're at Carlton uh, v Port Adelaide. Carlton. Uh, scored, if, didn't if they? You, if you follow Daniel Gorringe. Who uh, yep. had a few things going had on? A this tattoo week. of uh, Stewie Jew on his backside. Didn't he? <laughs> is that right? Is that legit? <laughs> yes, he got a tattoo <laughs> on his ass cheek. He's not a small one either. That's massive. Yeah. Well, and Stewie's not a small individual. I, I tell you what, I'm a big fan of Dan Gorge. He's been in good form the last seven days. So he's had uh, Stewie Jew's tattoo <laughs> on his ass. So he sat. <laughs> so he looks silly there. <laughs> And I don't know if you've seen Jared Whateley as Lionel Messi equivalent to Grime Myers, which is hilarious. No one thinks that's true. No one thinks it's real. Is Jared getting a bit antsy about it? Have you not seen it? No, I've seen oh, him oh, say he wants them to come out and. Oh mate, you know. mate, he's gone. He was he was direct messaging Dan Gorringe and he writing back to. It would be like letting you loose on social media if you didn't like something, mate, and you just let you full loose. It was a complete meltdown. Anyway, Dan Gorringe has been behind a little bit of it. And I've, oh, I've has really he really talked. been? Well, he, he, just, he just, no, he just put the, the quote up. Oh, he put the quote up. Yeah, so it, you'll probably identify, you are probably similar areas to Jerry Whaley because you don't quite understand. So he didn't make the quote. He's just put a picture up oh, of the quote. I understand that. Give me, a, give me a go. Okay, go, go. I'm giving you a go. Uh, Carlton, um, uh, sorry. Uh, Blues. Yes. 
Good. They were terrific. <laughs> Carlton Blues, good. Yeah, Silvani, Motlop. Jesse Motlop, four goals. Yeah. That's uh, that's a good result. Like we said, they've lost Harry McKay, but I don't think that's the worst thing in the world. This is a big win. I mean, Port Adelaide were 13 on the trot, 14 on the trot. Yeah. They've, they've Due for a loss, potentially, and they had so many outs, it's it's no huge surprise that, um, I mean, they'll have one away on... on Zach, Bud- Zach Butters copped a little bit of an injury, apparently. He was sore for the second half. So he's really important what parts of the way Port Adelaide play. Like any side, you start taking away the best players and they don't look as... Because Rosie and Butters provide their quality, right? Yeah. If you don't if you take them out of the side, you've got uh, Wines, Boak... Uh, and I, why do I forget his name every every time? Rosie? Yeah, no, 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 no. Uh, just in and under grinders in the midfield. Drew, Willem Drew. Number 28, yep. Uh, yeah, that's correct. Um, Willem Drew, Wines, Boak. If you don't have Rosie Butters in there, you don't have the polish. Yep. Right? So... They're going to want to maintain those coming into finals, especially with the run they've had. Perhaps they wind it back a little bit. We've seen Geelong do it a couple of times this, mm. the last couple of years. Start resting players. Is that an option? Well, what are they? They're, they're, they're essentially guaranteed a top two finish, aren't they, almost? Although... Close to it. Close to it. I mean, they've got the Collingwood this week, so no guarantee win there. It's going to be a big game. Massive. It'll I mean, be good. You and I will be working in a game that has no interest whatsoever. <laughs> Fremantle, Sydney, while the rest of the country is watching this one. Yeah, no, I wouldn't lose too much faith in Port. But, um, yeah, you, you've got Collingwood this week. Brisbane, if they win, get within a game of, of Port they, with a better They're guaranteed percentage. top four. Absolutely. But if you're in the state side, top two is where you start getting a bit of currency. You don't want to end up at the Gabba. You don't want to flip with Brisbane who are no. six points behind, uh, eight points behind mm. you and end up playing at the Gabba. Yeah. You'd rather take Brisbane and Adelaide Oval. Uh, Geelong defeat Essendon by 77 points. Essendon falling off the wagon a little bit. They've been disappointing. Uh, that was in Zach Merritt's 200th. A um, little bit of controversy. Well, not even controversy. A little bit of uh, how are you about um, him being chaired off the ground? I like it. I don't really have a problem with it, but if you do, that's okay. Uh, Geelong in Geelong, they're starting to build some momentum, Skeeter. My pick for the premiership. Yeah, year. no, you're they're just about home again, Scully. You're right. Uh, no, they've been they've been average, but getting better and players coming back. They're fifth. They're the team that everyone fears. They're not the clearly. side you want to be playing in finals. Nah, not at all. Uh, they're still what six points outside the top four, but they've got a. You know, they've got they've got the quality there. They've got a big game against Brisbane. I mean, if they beat the, the Lions, they're officially you know back big time. When does Tom Hawkins start to tail off? <laughs> he kicked five goals three. He was in my draft. Um, the way he plays his footy, touch wood, he'd have to have a significant mishap to to go backwards because what what he does, and I've played with him lots of times, he points. He puts in five quick steps, so he's really quick off the mark. Mm. Like these great forwards of yesteryear, he plays like an old-school forward, like a Dunstall or a Lockett. He points, space, his teammates know where it's going to go. He puts big push on you, five steps, takes a mark. He's not, he's not running around like Buddy Franklin. It's a pretty simple but highly effective method, isn't it? So I I just can't see him falling, falling away here. Like he's kicked five goals in a, in a good side. He looks a million bucks. Like he, I look at him, I'm like, yeah, yeah, how's your rig so good? And is, he, is he using up a lot of juice during a game? I mean, not saying he doesn't get up the ground as much, but he's... he's I don't think so. That's, he, that's, what, that's what he probably can... In opposed could, to a Buddy Franklin, who I think gets up and down still. Yep. As you get older, it starts to get away from you a bit. He's looking outstanding. Grime Myers in his 100th game. Some little tickle on the first goal scorer for he was playing thirty six dollars. You got a piece of that, did yeah, you? Yeah, just thought maybe in their first game is. Hundredth game. You like that? Yeah, they like it. No, Geelong too good. Essendon poor, but a lot of teams have been towelled up at uh, at Geelong. That's correct. Uh, we've rambled on a little bit. Let's keep moving. Adelaide defeat GWS by fourteen. This points. is I've watched the end of this. It's a really impressive last quarter by the Giants. Um, Giants. They're down by seventeen points. They kick five goals to one behind in the last quarter. Um, this is my bottom mark roughly of the week. It was your bottom mark roughly of the week. A good get as well. Toby Green outstanding with three goals. But uh, the other end of the ground, I, I watched Sam Taylor play, and he was. And if you're looking at West Australian starring at the moment in the AFL, he's uh, box office stuff. You, you could never get him back here, though. Could you? I mean, you're not serious. Well, you, you couldn't. No, you couldn't. He's their be- He's like their best player. You couldn't do it. Well, you wouldn't want to give up the world to get back a, a fullback, with all due respects, no? Uh, I, do, I do take disrespect to that, Scooter. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Well, I mean, do. he's really getting a forward. He's going to, you know... Yeah, Sam Tyler. Uh, yeah, anyway. to- Toby Green, I- I'm telling you, I'm telling you there's a chance he, he gets a look at the Brownlow medal. Uh, 
Every time they play well, he if he has dominates. 15, kicks three, they're winning. He generally kicks three or four, doesn't he, in a, in a win. And guess what? He's a small forward, mate. Mm. It, it, that's the stuff that he does is ridiculous. Yeah, he's good to watch. And uh, Yeah, that, that, they've been terrific. Adam Kingsley, they have been, at the very least, competitive in almost every game, apart from that match we called on radio against uh, the Magpies, going back right. on this season. Yes. They've, they've been outstanding. They're, they're almost, I mean, you think of some of the improvers this year, that... Essendon have been a lot better, so too Adelaide and St Kilda. But you'd have to say the Giants, for me, to be They're humming percentage outside the eight with a real shout at, at going on and, and playing finals. And they've got the Gold Coast this week in Canberra. They're, you know, that's a, that's a, a huge... danger. I, that's, a ga- that's a danger game. Gold Coast in Canberra. I don't know why, but it just it just feels it feels like they should win that quite easily. I just feel a, a, the, your roughy coming up the bottom up roughy. Well, Gold Coast. Up. No, yeah. I'm not picking Gold Coast. I'm I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty sure I picked GWS for the spoon this year, and I'm about to tell you, I they're was, not winning it. I was wrong. They're not winning the flag. No, no. no. But I, I I love what they're doing. Put it this way: compared love to it. what we've seen from the Gold Coast over the past number of years. The Giants. Well, they've got the list. Yeah, they they, they have a list. Like their midfield, Kelly. But midfield. Gold Coast have had a fair look at the Green. draft over the years. I mean, they've just haven't been as as good at uh, putting their, their squad get, together. Don't get me started on them. They're no, a okay. basket case. Absolute dumpster fire down the Gold Coast Suns. What Haw- else we got? Hawthorne defeat North Melbourne by forty eight points. The last game of the weekend, <laughs> blockbuster. Well, what we do know is that North Melbourne through Brett Ratton has revealed that uh, they are in discussions with the league about getting some assistance. Uh, whether it's priority pick, that's obviously the most um, obvious, yeah, North, yeah. I mean, they just well, they've, they haven't won a game. Due to due to West Coast, absolutely appalling season. Maybe it's just because we're over here, but a little bit of attention, perhaps not going on North Melbourne for their performance. They've this is the third terrible. fourteen loss uh, streak in in the last four years. They just keep going back to back losses. Horrific, yeah, like terrible. they're horrific. No, they're, they're just—it's been woeful, and and don't take any any credit off Hawthorne. Uh, they win by forty-eight. Um, they be, they're, they're surely 16th. they've been better than you, you thought they were going to be. Who's that? Hawthorne. Uh, well, no, I have got well, they're five wins, and they might finish with eight. So yeah, people they, were calling saying that they were tanking to oh, get the number they, one. They, pick. they wouldn't win a game. Yeah, no, they, they were always. I, I certainly didn't subscribe to that. I mean, Sam Mitchell's too good an operator, and you could see where he's heading. With at least they're on the same page there. Yeah. So um, that's what that's what fans want. Um, walking out of Optus Stadium yesterday, spoke to a couple of fans, just having a chat. Um, oh, she said she listens to this show as well. Uh, Tracy, lovely lady. Uh, hello, I think it was Tracy. Um, and just speaking about the game that we just watched, she said, "I said, how's, how's the season going for you? Big West Coast fan." She said, "Look, honestly, the last last month's been great. Seen some real competitive." Um, Games can see a real direction in the football mm. club, the way they're playing. That's what that's what fans want. They want competitiveness, and they want to be able to look at it and go, right. If they do this for another twelve months, we're going to see improvement, and they're going to get better. I don't think you can say that for North Melbourne. No, and, and how just do in, they play? Exactly. And in brief, if, if you're getting like the Eagles for the last five, six, seven weeks of the year, you're getting beaten by four goals, five goals. I mean, that's where. And you're seeing players starting to emerge, particularly younger players. And as you spoke about in the Wooden Spoon year when you were there, you, you could see that there was just something starting to, starting to happen. So it's critical for Adam Simpson, who's, I don't think, guaranteed a lock, stock and barrel to be coaching next year. If, if they cop another, if they get belted by 100 points by Carlton this week and that continues in the mm. back five weeks and the landscape changes. But if they continue to perform like that, like we saw yesterday, then there's, uh, there's some hope. North Melbourne, though, you're right, that's... Uh, Gee, it's a tough road for them, a club that's that's just struggled for the last two or three years. And there was talk that Brett Ratton would um, hand over to Alistair Clarkson next week. I think the club's come out and said, no, that's, that's not quite right. Right, but he is in the mix, isn't he, Alistair? He is back at the club, Alistair Clarkson? Oh, yeah, well, back at the club but not coaching, so that's his that's his job. So you'd hope that he's uh, returning pretty soon. Do you give us your thirsty cam and clang of the week this week? Uh, no, you give it to me. Um, okay. I think tipping Brisbane at the MCG. That's right. Thank you very much. Mark Reddings, Will Schofield, Chatter Footy Cast. Couple of listener questions to whip through. Skeeter Adam Hart writes in: Do you think both parties are satisfied if a straight swap between Darling and Norton were to happen? <laughs> no way. What? No chance. The Bulldogs <laughs> are going to give up Aaron Norton for Jack. And congratulations, Hardy, five hundred goals. Hardy, you're taking the piss. Aren't yeah, he's you, taking mate? the piss. He's taking the piss. <laughs> what would we have to add to Jack Darling to get Norton back? A uh, lot. Tom Barris. 
<laughs> no, well, you need you need to give more than Jack. Jack's, you know, that's just because of age, not quality. Uh, with Jack, for Jack, I mean, because of his age. Yeah, but by, yeah, look, by the same token, he doesn't have. It's on a straight swap. Jack I mean, doesn't have five years of great footy ahead of him. Aaron think. Norton is still. Yes. Yeah, so no, not for Hardy, me. you're taking the absolute piss, mate. Uh, none of that. MJ fan forever. <laughs> for last week's episode, Wayne Campbell is the footy manager living in Sydney. Right. Yes. Yeah. And I was I was carrying on about Gold Coast, who's living in Sydney. So Wayne Campbell lives in Sydney and he's I didn't realise that. I didn't didn't know that. But there has been a bit of a falling out, I believe, having read some some pieces on the Gold Coast situation that he and he and Stuart Jew uh, didn't see eye to eye at one point. And CD Tony, big, big fan of Mark Reddings here. Where can we pick up one of those jumpers from last week, Skeeter? You're doing it absolute wonders. You wore it in your shelter, yeah. little zip through. Yeah, I you know, like it. You yeah. describe it to people who didn't say it last week. Yeah, black little shelter with a yeah. zip through. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do you think of him, a Versace sort of? Mate, uh, you're the one who's Milan. banging on about. You've been walking the streets of Paris. You've been going into Zara, and you've been going into Hermes. Yeah. You'd yeah. see, you'd see we went Monet, went to Monet, which is a, a like the picture like f- artist. You and went, I did. Uh, you went to Monet. Monet's a person. Yeah, Monet. He's yeah. an artist. Yeah, I oh, know. He's. He, you I didn't know. go to. You didn't go to Monet. I you might have gone and looked at Monet's, Monet's art. work. Yeah, I, don't worry. I walked. Through. I had to pay about fifteen euros as well. My wife wanted to go, and I thought, oh really? Can't I just sit outside and <laughs> just have a dart? <laughs> <laughs> did nah. you have a dart while you were friends? No, I didn't. I have a dart while I was over there at all. Not in England. Not at all. Nah. Not one dart. Mate, I'm not. I'm a, I'm a very adaptable a, human being. You're I a can, delinquent. <laughs> <laughs> I had a lot of points, but you not, didn't have one dart. No, I I'm did. I'm very that. surprised. No, well, I think you might be lying to me. I, I can guarantee. Who do you, you think's listening? When's the last time you've had a vape? A vape? Yeah. Oh, not not that long. Ago. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what we're talking the Monet. No, we're talking the about Monet. The, the, Monet is a person. No, the Monet works. Yeah, I know. I know the Monet. The, the Monet museum that, I went to. Like, the Monet. Yeah, it's like there. a fish. You had down at the pub. Trust me, I read all the details about this the, bloke. The Monet with a bit of gravy and chips. And on the water side. lilies and all that stuff. But don't worry, I've got it all across Monet's work. Let's finish off. Shoulder XBA <laughs> X Factor. Jack Darling gets it this week. Yeah, Shatter. give it to Jack. Five hundred goals. Uh, third. In the, does he pass Sumich this year? I don't think he does. Five twelve is yeah. in Summer. What have we? Ah. Uh, no, nah. nah, he'll play on next year, won't he? Don't know. Do you think? I think they probably need him, don't they? Yeah, Just, I, I, I mean, I, the, the midfield gets gets improved anyway. If they if they make improvements across the board, Jack will be the beneficiary of that as well. Yeah, I agree. Shout out XBA X Factors. We we'll get him out of. Um, we we'll get him some back chat back chat ales uh, with Shelter. He is one forward that would not know one thing about playing in the back line. Him and Josh Kennedy. Just keep him well away from the back line, Skater. Does he know how to drink beer? Uh, he does. Can drink a beer, uh, JD. He's a good man. Shelter Footycast on socials. Follow us over there. Footycast at shelterbrewing.com.au if you want to send a question in. Uh, don't take the piss like Hardy was this week. Um, tell us more about what Skeeter's wearing. I'm in the um, flip-flops here. I think we've done a dusty Skeeter. Have a good one. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.